Hi guys, welcome to Have a Chat, a place where we have a chat. On this podcast, we'll be covering a range of topics that are close to our hearts. From business and parenting to mindset, relationships and balancing it all. We'll also be interviewing amazing people to share their life stories. Let's get into it. Hello, hello guys. Hello. Good morning. I hope you all had a great day so far. We've had a bit of a busy computer day today, haven't we, Curdy? Oh, hectic. Heaps of scheduling and planning. I love days like that, though. They're oh, my favourite. Oh, and favorite. it's just um, so, so much for old Kurt here. <laughs> all, all this computer. Computer work. It He's takes, like, I, I think, don't know how think, to use it. Oh, yeah. I think there's computer, computer fitness needed. Computer fitness. <laughs> <laughs> so other than being a bit flustered on the computer today, how's your week been? How's, what's the highlights of your week? Um, oh, they would be... We've been starting to do a little bit of... um. Not meal prepping, but it's like meal tracking, I should say. And it's yeah. been good. I've been feeling good. Um, yeah, and getting some exercise in. And then kids have been good, actually, this week. Everyone's healthy, so it makes it fucking a whole lot better week when everyone's healthy and everyone's does. sleeping. <laughs> actually, I've got a low for this week. Yeah. My pool. It was very emotional this week. <laughs> <laughs> the pool went green, but it's my fault because I haven't cleaned out my cartridge for about eight months. And, yeah. Emotions, yeah. Emotions ran high oh, when I noticed his pool wasn't was, blue anymore. Well, I saw the little mark on the tile and I was like, what's going on here? And then the next day I woke up and it was just fucking green. I was like, <laughs> you're kidding me. But yeah, now, now we're back. We're better than ever now. Better than ever. So my high of the week would be have to be the same as you, tracking my food. And the reason why we've kind of started tracking our food is because I get a sick stomach by so many different foods. And you guys will see a video coming out on this. It wouldn't be out yet, but... Basically, my stomach just gets triggered by so many foods. So I started tracking to kind of know what was disagreeing to me and what was fine. And then it's kind of opened our eyes and being like, oh, look how bad that is for you. Oh, so it's kind of just cleaned up our diet again that little bit further, I feel like. But kind of organically. We weren't planning to like do it. I just wanted to pinpoint what was, um, yeah, triggering my belly aches. Yeah, and then I go to the gym every day. I still got a gut. So I'm like, I'm doing something wrong here. <laughs> That would be my other highlight, actually. I've been going consistently the last few weeks now, probably about a month now, um, you know, just working out, and I'm really, really enjoying it. And my low will be, well, the reason why I started doing all this, cleaning out my diet, was when we went out to dinner, probably, I think it was Friday night, um, I had the worst stomach pains ever. Like, the whole next day, I was pretty much bedridden, and I could not get off the toilet. TMI, sorry about it. (laughs) But that was my low of the week, for sure. Okay, so for news headlines of the week, we thought we might do something a little bit more funny, a little bit more laid back. And there was a fish caught in North Carolina with human-like teeth. Kurt, have a look at this. It's actually, (laughs) like, actually, you need to go have a look at it. It's actually, like, just like a... It'd be, it'd be like a just an old man, just with big old it man It looks teeth. like fake teeth. Yeah. It looks like false teeth. So it says a Maybe bizarre... Maybe get a bit of work done. <laughs> it says, a bizarre fish with human-like teeth has been caught in the United States. Images of the creature have made headlines around the world after they were posted on Jeanette Pierce's Facebook page, a popular fishing destination and fishing school in North Carolina. The intimidating creature has been identified as a sheep-shed fish. But I've never seen anything like no, that in my life. That looks so funny. It does look like an actual <laughs> cartoon. And another funny one, Kurt. This is hilarious. Mystery tree animal turns out to be a croissant. Wait until you see the photo. What? <laughs> Somebody thought it was an animal in a tree. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> so it says, a 
A Polish Animal Welfare Society received a call about a mysterious animal stuck in a tree that was in fact a croissant. <laughs> what is it? Ham and cheese? <laughs> a concerned woman called the... Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this. Krakow <laughs> Society for she the Protection of Krakow. Animals about the creature that had been stuck in a tree opposite her block for two days. Come and get him, the woman reportedly told them on the phone. That is so funny. People do not open windows because they are afraid that it will enter their home. Everyone is afraid of him. The inspector tried to determine what the animal was and even suspected it was a prank. However, he checked his calendar and realised it was not April Fool's Day. That is so funny. Now it's time for questions of the week. Okay, so first question is, do you find it hard having special time with each kid? Love you all, by the way. 100%. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I feel like you spend most of the time with Regan because she needs you. Yeah, she can't walk. Or, and then, like, yeah. Linky always just pulls you away and then Miller's always happy. So then you, when you when you do get the time that you still, still mm. jump in and see me. Like, I try to... See, I'm really good as in the way, yeah. like, I spend time with Linky in the morning when you're at the gym because he comes up, wakes up first. Mm. So I'll spend, like, a solid 15... It's not long, but, like, 15 minutes playing toys with him. And then every single night... Before I go to bed, I make sure I lay down and cuddle with Miller because I know she, like, craves that affection. Mm. She loves physical touch, and if I lay down with her and cuddle her, she's, like, in her absolute element. Lincoln wants it sometimes, but he... Yeah, more so if he's just tired, though. He more wants me to play with him. Like, yeah. if I lay down and watch Shelly with me, he's like, play with me, Mum. So I've really learned that in the mornings I do that with um, Lincoln, and then every night I try to do that with Miller because I know how much it means to her. Um, I'll probably, yeah, talk to Miller the most, but then, like, Link's always with me doing stuff outside. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. It's doing just... the pool and that, because he likes it, and Miller's like, it's too cold for me. She's like me. Yeah. She's so much... But I think um, that's something Kurt and I definitely said we wanted to work on. When Kurt started working from home, we've said we really need to start taking the kids out individually and doing things with them on our own. I feel like it'll be really good, not only for the kids, but for us as well, to have that little bit more one-on-one time. Yeah. But it is really hard. It is a juggling act when you've got three... Um, but yeah, no, Miller always loves come shopping with me. So whenever I go shopping, <laughs> yes. but then Linky loves grocery shopping. The last like two times I've yeah. gone shopping, he's come with me. It's his, um, baby, what are they? The baby boo cheese ball things. Oh, he, he loves, loves cheese. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would say yes, we do, but not enough. Actually, like, that's baby bell. Is that what it is? Yep. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. How old are your whole family and what are your birthdays? Would you be able to actually, let's see Let's put you to the test, Kurt. How old is everyone in the family and what is everyone's birthday? I feel nervous for you. I'll go ding, ding, ding if it's right and I'll go bunk, bunk if it's wrong. No, no, I know. Okay. So start from you, oldest down to youngest. So I'm 28 Mm -hmm. and it's May the 6th. Mm -hmm. And then you're 27 and you'll be August the 28th. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Miller is the 1st of September. And she is four, but will be five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lincoln's just turned three on the 23rd of July. And then Regan is zero, <laughs> 31, <laughs> on the 1st of December. Ding, 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 I can't remember what you thought. I think no, you I thought always it was, thought it was 21st or something. I always thought it was an anniversary day. That's way off. That's a whole different month and everything. Yeah, I thought it was that. I knew which month, but that day. Oh, 
I see. Yes, see, see. Last, we have Holly Hamill. Today, she's going to be talking to us about her unexplained infertility, all about her struggles with IVF and also with having a miscarriage. She's going to be delving right in deep, talking about the financial stress, the mental stress, and the emotional stress that came along with it. Today's episode was so eye-opening for both Kurt and I, and I feel like you guys are going to get so much from it. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thanks for having me. This is so surreal. <laughs> this, is, this is our first time doing a Skype call, so hopefully it works out all right. I'm like, keep saying to Kurt. Fingers crossed. Hopefully it doesn't delay or anything. I was just going to say, like, is this PG if I swear do we start again? Or? <laughs> you can swear. You can say it doesn't matter. Yeah. Podcast. We can do it all. Say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> My baby's just, wait, I'm just going to grab her. She's just next door and I'll just hold yeah, her while we do it. Is that all right? So, guys, this is Sadie. Oh, hi, Sadie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. How old? Three months. Oh, wow. You're coming into, like, the easier stage now. And then maternity leave's over. I'm like, why does it finish when it's fun? <laughs> <laughs> just been like chaos but no that's all right and we've got the um three-year-old outside with granddad granddad came to watch while we do this oh no we've got grandma she's down there with all three we just said like we're just waiting to hear like a mom or like the climbing up the staircase that's terrifying though isn't it you just roll with it that's it so firstly thank you so much holly for coming on the podcast we're so excited to hear a little bit more about your story and we know how hard it is to get these bits of time when you've got little ones so we really really appreciate it no, thank you for having me holly tell us a little bit about yourself so i'm holly i'm from toowoomba and i live with my husband sean and my two kids sadie who's three months and ned who's three years um, and a big reason why I want to come on and share my story is because it's pretty unique because mine, me and my husband went through IVF so young. Um, and also, I, it's just on my files, unexplained infertility. So I feel like when people say IVF, they're like, oh, yeah, it's like a big problem why you had to go through it. But I just want to put it out there. It's actually not. And um, it's also something that's not talked about a lot. So... I've got a positive story. Um, when I thought that I might have to go down that path, everything I looked at was like a negative story. So that's another reason. Hopefully someone listens to it and they get hope rather than fear. Well, that was yeah. me. I was IVF. Were you? So, yeah. Yeah. Back when I was, I think I was the. One of the first ones yeah, in it Australia. Was like the most, yeah. It was, I was the 500th baby or something. I think it was. This was. Years and years ago. 28 years ago. actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Knew that. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah, and then um, Kurt's mum actually conceived his brother naturally. Yeah. How incredible is that? When um, did you and your husband, yeah, decide to start trying to conceive? Yeah, trying to conceive. Well, we, so it's actually so crazy thinking about it now because Sean was only 20 <laughs> when we decided to have yeah. a baby. Um. And, you know, like after like six months together, we knew we wanted to get married and we were like, let's have kids first and then get married. So after like 11 months, we got engaged. So we were trying, but like it was a goal, but not a priority because we were like excited for the wedding and every month it didn't happen. I'm like, oh, it's just because I'm stressed about the wedding and everything. But that was still a year and a half. And then we got married and the first year it was really hard because it still wasn't happening. And so this is like going into two and a half years. 
Um, so I feel like I was kind of robbed of that honeymoon period for the first year because we were both just so like, what the hell is going on? Like in our little goals, you know, we got the house, we got married, like this is the next thing. Why is this not happening? So on our first wedding anniversary, um, we were like, nah, we have to do something about this. Like it's taking a toll on us as a couple. So that's when we seeked fertility treatment and it wasn't until the following year. So we were four years in when we said, let's just do IVF. So it's a long, it is a long. It's a long time. Yeah. And how did you feel in those initial months? Like I know you said that first year, you kind of felt like it robbed you of that honeymoon period. How was it every month seeing that negative test and what kind of were the emotions that you went through in that time? It's such a roller coaster. Like, And like something else that I just want to say is like, people say to me, we've been trying for a baby for like, three months and I'm sorry like I shouldn't be talking to you about this because I know you tried for years and I was like no it's not a competition like if you've been trying for three months you know the heartbreak when you pee on the stick and it's negative yeah and if you're trying for 10 years you know the heartbreak so like I feel like we really need to relate to that and it's not a competition like if you've been trying for a little bit it's still going to break your heart as much as what it's going to break your heart in a couple of years so yeah. um if that makes any sense. Like, I just feel like yeah. people don't talk about it because they're like, oh, I've only been trying for this long, so I shouldn't talk about it. I'm like, no, like, share. Yeah, like, let's get straight you. through each other because I was a basket case. Like, mm -hmm. if you want a job promotion, you work your ass off. If you want to, like, I don't know, do something else, you just work for it. But this, you've got one shot every month and then you have yeah. to wait another, like, 30 days. So, I'd like, you get your hopes up and get your hopes up and you're like, yeah, this is it. And like every time I was like nauseous, I was like, hell yeah, I'm so pregnant. Oh. Like, her, like, yes, I'm pregnant. And then you get your period and you just sit in the chair and cry because, oh. and that's okay because that's what you have to do. You have to ride it out and hate the world for a day and then you pick yourself up and yeah. check the population chart and try again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it is such, such an emotional time. Like, you know, we didn't have like yeah we haven't been through anything compared to what you have been through no. but I know with Linky after we had our miscarriage we were really eager to fall pregnant again and it took us six months and I remember every single month just crying yeah, like, yeah. you just yeah. think it's gonna be do you think because you just go yeah you just think it is well like, like you said people don't talk about it enough yeah. I think that's the problem yeah and you get, spend like so long not getting like trying not to like oh oh my God, I don't want to get pregnant. We have to be so careful. And then you try and you're like, come on, isn't this meant to happen like that? Like, so I could have not been worried about this for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're so scared for that long. So at what point did you think like, okay, we need to see a doctor and start looking for some help with this journey? So I did, so, because apparently after six months or a year, now I'm a bit hazy, um, you can, you can get a referral. But for me, it was just where my mental health took a toll. Yeah. When I was like to Sean, I'm not coping. So like on our first wedding anniversary, when it's just meant to be like a celebration, I remember just crying to him and being like, we're sitting here watching the waves roll in on a holiday and I should be happy. And all I can think about is what I don't have. And I was just in tears and I was like, all right, let's pick ourselves up and let's do something about it. So the next week we went and saw a specialist and at least it was like, it made me feel better because I was doing something about it. Like, I was like, okay, it's not happening and we, I've done, like, everything, so let's just take it that step further and have a look. And you said that with your um, infertility as well, that it's unexplained, which must make it so frustrating as well. There must have been really frustrating times. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yeah, it was so frustrating because obviously you don't want anything wrong with you, but you do because then you can fix it. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, they did ultrasounds, blood tests. Sean um, went and got all checked out and every test was fine. So I kept saying, well, what do I do? Like, is there anything? So, like, there is. Like, you can be put on hormone treatment, which I did for 12 months. Um, but, yeah, it was really frustrating. And then you get, like, people being like, it's because you're stressed. It's because of this. It's because of this. And I'm like, I've literally tried everything. Like, oh. trust yeah, me, I'm just... going out and getting pissed to see if that works. <laughs> and just, like, yeah. I've and how was the hormones? Like, being on the hormone treatment as well. It was insane. I was, I was like, the moods, like, obviously, like, with anything, but it was, like, having to pack a second work shirt because I'd sweat. Um, I had, like, great skin as a teen and, um, yeah, I know it's so glamorous, hey, like, I'd be sweating through my work shirt and have to change like, I've, I've never heard of any of this. Like, I don't know any of yeah. this, these sorts of side effects. Real? Yeah, so it was with... um. Uh, like just this drug that makes you ovulate. So like obviously with your apps and that, like it can give you a window, but this one makes you ovulate on these, I think it's two days. So I'd take the tablets and then on these two days, that's like your fertile window. Like it really narrows it down. And um, I was ovulating at triple what I was meant to be, but it still didn't happen. So then I was like getting acne and yeah, like weight gain, which obviously doesn't help with your self-esteem and your mental state. And the hormones so, go crazy. Yeah. On top of that. Yeah. Poor Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, feels hard enough as well. Okay. <laughs> so how many rounds of IVF did it take for you to conceive your first baby? So this is where it's such a positive story because it took us one go. Wow. So in a like in the big picture, I know we'll go more into it, but we've had three pregnancies from three transfers. That's insane. Just like unheard of. Like I don't know personally anyone else that's got that. So we were so lucky. We got three embryos. So if we didn't get success, we wouldn't have those three pregnancies. So yeah, absolutely like counting my lucky stars. So we did the first round got Ned. Um, Wow. So it was just so worth it. You would have just done it and been like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It was just like oh, amazing god but yeah so we were very 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 lucky um and then we had our second re- um second transfer um and then we did get pregnant but unfortunately lost bub at nine weeks and then we got sadie wow that's amazing Crazy. i was just having a chat actually to kurt's mum about you earlier this morning and telling her that you were coming on the podcast and like you know just sharing bits and pieces and um yeah, we asked her, and how many times did she say she had to? I think she said she did four rounds before she conceived yeah. the first time. And, um, because we don't ask, yeah, we don't really, we don't don't, ask I don't ask about, about it as much. No. Like, I should ask about it more. Like, yeah, I just knew it was hard, and then she just calls cost. him the million dollar baby. Yeah, you would have caught that because I was like, when Ned's older and he's giving me grief, I'll be like, mate, do you know what I had to go through to get you? Yeah. Don't you give me yeah, these teen hormones. You've got no piggy bank saving, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. why I'm great and got wrinkles, mate, over the stress. <laughs> so what's, what's involved? Is it in doing IVF, what's involved with doing it? To get there. To get there. Like, how do you... For someone yeah. that doesn't know any at all. So um, when we decided we'd do it, so you go on like 
so much medication. Um, so you're on all these tablets. So this is just for the first round. And then you start your injections. So for myself, and this is like, I'm sure all fertility clinics are different, but this is just my experience. Um, I do like one needle of a morning and then after a certain amount of days do two and you stick with your medication the whole time. And then I go have surgery to get my eggs collected. Sean goes and does his thing. And that was the only bit he wanted me. I said, is there anything you want me to say in the podcast? He's like, yeah, tell them how dodgy the room was that I had to experience. So then they get a bit of Sean and a bit of me. And um, so IVF is where they put it in the dish and let it do its thing. But we did ICSI, which is a bit more expensive, but they pick up an egg and one of Sean's sperm and inject it. So they um, make it fertilise, basically. Yeah, make it happen. Yeah, righto. There yeah. you go. And then they let them do their thing. So we got 14 eggs. They all fertilised. They leave them for five days and then freeze them. So we got three embryos that were fully ready to go to get frozen. And then the following month we got Ned put in. So we just go in, day surgery, not asleep. It's kind of just like a pap smear. And yeah. they put the embryo in. And then you wait two weeks to see if it worked. Wow. But then we, our second pregnancy and Sadie, the first bit's taken out. So literally you just go to um, the specialist on day one of your period and start your pills, no injections, and then you just have the day surgery to put the embryo in. Wowee. And yeah, they them. So Sadie and Ned, even though they're born three and a half years apart, were made on the same day. Isn't that crazy? Far out. That's crazy. It's such a big process. That once it's ha- once it's at the like near the end date, it's such a small thing, isn't it? But then just the process yeah. of getting to that point where it can be easy, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, so. When I fell pregnant with Sadie, Sean was away because our transfer date landed on when he went away for work. So I just drove my son to daycare, dropped him off, gave him a kiss, and drove myself to day surgery and got pregnant with our little girl. Wow, <laughs> that's Insane. That's going to be a crazy story when she's older. Tell her the dad wasn't <laughs> <laughs> And like you said, like, what a nice positive spin on it. Because I know so many people, you know, have gone through so many times where it hasn't worked and it's been such a long, hard road. Um, and I feel like it is kind of one of those things that maybe turns people off a little bit. So it is really nice to hear, like, a positive, nice story where it, it sounds like it just all flowed really nice and easily yeah. for you. It didn't. I'm a bit like, um, you know how, like, some things are just really meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the day that I got pregnant with, say, uh, the sorry, the day that I had my appointment to talk about transferring our last embryo, I booked it months in advance um, because I didn't know if I was ready after um, losing the second baby. And I woke up, so this was months after I booked it, driving to the clinic, um, I got my period so that I could start that day. And I was like, no, nah, this is meant to be. Like, So I literally yeah. said, can we start today? So... It's amazing. How's the whole financial toll? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it is so <sighs> awful. So, um, uh, like, don't get me wrong, looking at my kids now, I'd do it, I'd pay triple. But when, when you just, like, I remember getting my first quote and I just went to the car park and I couldn't even drive and I was on the phone to mum who was at work and had to leave work because I just was bawling. I was like, how the hell are we going to come up with this money? So we sat down the other night when I knew I was going to chat to you guys and we added it all up. And for our three rounds of IVF, so this is not the tests or anything, we're down like $40,000. Wow. 
which is like so insane hey which like I just feel for the people who didn't have the success the three times because if we didn't we'd have to go again and again yeah yeah Yeah, I think yeah my parents yeah they said oh we'll get hundreds of grand yeah because how many times yeah and especially back then it wasn't as common I'm sure it'd be so expensive and then how did you feel when you finally did conceive and how did you tell your hubby um well I didn't really have the cute reveals because everyone knew our transfer date so like my parents (laughs) had it on their calendar my friends had it on their calendar so it was just like Holly's getting pregnant I put in my leave at work for getting pregnant on this certain day um so like wasn't really cute we took a test earlier than what we should have and we got the results we were all happy but we actually got their um harmony test yeah they do it as part of IVF so I got to surprise Sean with saying we were having a boy so that was will always be my like favorite memory I told him the dogs got him a father's day present which he was like stoked about (laughs) (laughs) and um he opened the box and it was just blue and he's like you're having a son and he was stoked but when I found out I yeah best feeling but I did have so much anxiety in my pregnancies because I feel like you have like years and years of negative stuff around having a baby it really took me a lot to change my mindset to it's going to be okay because I just expected something to happen like all the other things but not Ned's here and he's a firecracker and (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and did you end up trying naturally for Sadie before? No, sorry, your second. So you had a pregnancy, did you, in between Ned and Sadie? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, over a year. Yeah. And I, th- I think I said to Sean, I was like, if it hasn't happened in a year, let's just go back. We've got the embryos there. Like, let's just go back um, because I don't want to prolong it too long. Um, you know, you always have in your head the age gap for the kids. Um, yeah. So we tried and then... With the third one, we did try for a while and then we were just like, look, it's our last shot. Let's just give it a go. And I'm so sorry about your um, miscarriage. We've had miscarriages. I always say it's like one of the hardest things that I have to go through because you've got all that excitement. You know that you're pregnant. We already told everyone as well, which yeah. sounds like you guys were very open, like how we were. Um, that one was also an IVF. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what that is like? IVF's heartbreaking, but yeah, far out. Pregnancy loss is a whole different kettle of fish, isn't it? Like, wow. it's freaking hard. Yeah, because um, it'll be, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for the guys. I can't imagine the girls as well. Like, that'd just be crazy. And then you've got the money on top of that as well. Like, there'd be so many more emotions yep. with just, oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, you're grieving the loss. But you're, and you feel like selfish being like, I shouldn't even be thinking about it. But I was like, there goes our savings. Like we literally have to start again to even just try. Um, So that was a lot. And um, yeah, and my dad helped us a little bit with the second financially. And I remember calling him being like, I'm so sorry I wasted your money. Like there's just so many emotions. You know what I mean? Like he wouldn't, like as if he would ever think that, but that's where your mind's at. Like, Yeah. yeah. And then as well, you know, you went like a year of trying then to do the IVF and then to lose a baby. Like it just, it must've been so emotionally draining. Yeah. Yeah. It was full on. So that's why we had such a big, um, well, I've literally just been Um, yeah. So it was just like, oh, let's just wait till we're ready. And then we just were like, you know what? 
let's just give it a shot. After we've got one embryo. If it doesn't take, we're happy with one. And when we took, um, so you've got the two week wait where you shouldn't do a pregnancy test, but you do because you, I'm impatient and it was negative. So me and Sean sat on the phone because he was away for work and just came to terms that we'd just have Ned. And then the next morning I was like, oh, let's just do one more test because I was about to go to the doctor to see and it was positive. So we oh. had like that 24 hours of thinking it didn't work and then she showed up. Do you have any tips to any other parents that are going through this right now? Um, just hang in there. Like nothing really, like Kurt, you just said it, like I forgot that Sean was going through it as well. I think it was because like, you know, you're the one like doing the injections yeah. in the and feeling it, but like you've got to work as a team because I forgot that even with the loss, like I remember once I said to Sean, like I was crying and he's like, well, I did it. I'm going through it too. And I was like, oh shit. Like I didn't even think of that. I'm so sorry. Like you got to work as a team because you are in it. And then when you get out the other side, it's the best thing in the world, but it's, it's hard. And yeah, just block out the noise because everyone will try and put their two cents in and it's coming from a loving place. Some people don't, some people give you some really harsh advice. Um, and yeah, I don't know, just hang in there. It, when you're putting your kids to bed, I always think when I put Ned and Sadie to bed and give them a kiss goodnight, I'm like, oh, far out. I would have done that a million times over for you guys. Yeah. Like, it's, it's the best. I feel like, yeah, makes you think about my mom and dad, what they went through. You don't think about it that much until it all. Appreciated. Appreciated. Yeah, like what they would have went through as well. It'll be like on like, the front of my office being like, thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's why she's like, this is easy watching the kids. I'm like, all right. Oh so how, like mentally after, like just, yeah, obviously how many years it happened? Like, was it just massive lows or? Oh yeah. It's awful. Like I was really blessed when I was pregnant with Ned. I worked on the front desk at a gym and um, a psychologist used to come in um, to train. He'd always check in with me, which was great. I didn't realize how much of a difference that made. And with Sadie, um, because she was our little rainbow, I did work a lot on my mental health. Um, so went and saw a kinesiologist um, and just tried to do things to really put myself in a good place so I could give her the best um, when she got here. But, yeah, I've never never experienced a roller coaster emotions like it. And that's why I'm so open about it. Like I had people to talk to who had experienced it. And I was like, what if there's people out there that don't have anyone to talk to or don't have a positive story to hold on to hope. And I've had people message me and say, like, please don't say that I'm going through IVF, but can I talk to you about it? Because they don't want anyone to know, but they want someone to talk to. Yeah. But if I was like, like something like this, this, um, like this podcast now, like this would help me if I was a girl, you know what I mean? It's just so there's not that much negative things around it. And people shouldn't be. Yeah. Like who fucking cares? But even like Kurt's mum was saying to us this morning, like, you know, there was so much shame around it when they first had Kurt. Isn't that crazy? And like your mum was even saying, you know, when Kurt was born that people wanted to come over and like look at him in that, like, you know, it was just like so different because they hadn't seen a baby that was born through IVF before and she's like, he's just a normal baby. (laughs) (laughs) What did they think was gonna And what would you love to tell yourself if you could go back at your lowest point if you had a chance? Um, that it would all be worth it and this is going to make me a heaps better mum. 
I read a quote when I was trying and it said some of the strong oh I've just got goosebumps some of the strongest mums are made heaps um long before that they're pregnant and that's so true because I feel like it's your first lesson to like you know you'll sacrifice anything for them and me and Sean did we sacrificed everything financially like um emotionally mentally um but it's worth it and we'll get there and on the days where they're driving you nuts so true and you know as well yeah that was like Kiara I reckon she got when when we had the thing with Miller I know it's not IVF related but that was like she made us she was just so much stronger person after that yeah Yeah. so it's just it's weird like that yeah yeah and like you said about how like you know that quote that you said before it's so true even like you know teaching you patience and stuff before you become you know going through all those hard yards Mm. I'm sure you guys just would have grown so much closer as a couple like in hindsight looking back yeah 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 and yeah that's and you can be someone else's strength I feel like when you get through it now and I'm so positive and open about it now my story can be strength to someone else um but yeah it's they're incredible and they're miracle every baby's a miracle but you know you just look at them and be like oh it was tough road but I'm kind of glad I walked it in a way because it made me who I am I wouldn't be who I was without it so yeah oh well you're so strong and you're such an amazing lady like all the things you just shared I'm like oh my gosh idolize you <laughs> oh no wait don't say that I'm hormonal I will cry <laughs> <laughs> so where can we um where can we find you because i'm just gonna go follow you too <laughs> <laughs> um i'm just it's just my name holly hamill nothing too exciting on instagram i don't this is purely just to just my mum life and wanted to share but um yeah but so much holly and like everyone doesn't know this but she's literally this whole entire interview had yeah. a three-month-old baby been feeding burping spewed on like <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can hear Ned bossing granddad around outside. <laughs> thank you. Oh, but thank you so much. Appreciate it. How amazing was Holly? Oh yeah, I couldn't even concentrate on my fucking questions. I was um <laughs> doing. I was just so interested in listening to her. We had to keep doing a few um quick pauses because we had to keep looking down our paper because we obviously have like prompts so the um conversation runs well but we kept getting so lost in everything she was saying we're like crap where are we up to <laughs> she's just finished all the questions i was gonna ask her <laughs> yeah. um also that was our first time doing a skype call too and it sounds okay so hopefully you guys could hear it all okay and the audio was okay for you guys but we're gonna jump now into Okay, Cody, what's your fork and good food of the week? Mine is anything that's going in the um, the air fryer. Fuck, you saw mine. <laughs> uh, it'll do the sweet potato chips in the air fryer. That was mine, the sweet potato chips. You stole it, right? Oh, you oh, shouldn't have asked me off. first. I know, I'm so nice, you know, always ask you first. So what's another good food? Well, anything goes in the air fryer. It is amazing. The air fryer is a game changer. Oh, so many of you guys have said for ages to get one. that... The satay chicken skewers, I would never, I'm just like, oh, start with skewers on the barbie, just like, the yeah, I put them in the air yeah. fryer. Amazing, mm. next level. And then even the vegetables, the ones we've got, like garden veggies at Coles, the frozen ones, we don't normally eat them, but we just got them, like, see if the kids like them, three minutes. And it was a hit, kind of. Yeah, well, I, I liked them. Yeah, really liked them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I love when you guys come on and hearing your stories. Please don't forget to leave us a rating and review. And if you guys want to share your story on our podcast as well, you can email us over at AussieMumVlogger. So that's A-U-S-S-I-E-M-U-M-V-L-O-G-G-E-R at gmail.com. Because we would love to have more of you guys on and hear more of your stories. Otherwise, go and follow us on at Have a Chat Podcast on Instagram um, and send us a message over there. But yeah, thank you so much, Holly, for coming on. You are truly an amazing woman. And yeah. yeah him. And I feel like. Listen to her. Yeah, and I feel like so many of you guys, you know, that are going through the struggles that she's going through or about to um, would have really got a lot from that podcast. So, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. See how happy it is out the other end. Exactly right. Anyways, guys, make sure that if you haven't subscribed yet to push that subscribe button down below and we will see you next Tuesday at 7am to... Have a chat. <laughs>